Sorry, it's been a little while, but we're back, baby. Buckle yourselves in. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Welcome to the Houghton Connection Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Ryan, the Commish, and Andy, the Waz. We're going to break it down. We're going to get into everyone's quest for the Duchess and everyone's fear of the Casper. So let's get into it and let's get it kicking. Kicking, kicking, kicking. Hey, hey, hey. Take it easy, man. I'm the Commish. And I'm the Waz. And uh, I think this is episode 38 and 38 and a half of the Houghton Connection Fantasy Football Podcast. Coming to you live from a brand new podcast studio room well really just a desk uh this is more than a desk this is a, a battle station this is a taj mahal yeah this is pretty glorious um yeah we're gonna re- recap last week we'll dig into uh the matchups uh this coming week along with some other segments thrown in the middle and of course hit the key playoff implications as we are now three weeks out yeah, so uh, we don't know the playoff implications yet, but we're going to figure it out on the show. So enjoy the shit out of us stumbling over our words there. Yes. And uh, how do we like to start off all the shows? With a little Alex Transaction Count ATC. Where are we at? Now, it's been a couple weeks. Uh, we are now approaching uh, week 12 in the uh, in the season. And we are at a total of 52 ad drops and four trades, giving us a grand total of 56. Close. Oh. We just missed it. That's a bummer. Maybe next year. Yeah. Um, Seems low. Alex, come on, man. Seems low. We'll get into the, the waiver wire wonders. I but believe he had like over 100 last year. It's just brutal. And then this year, there's two weeks left of the regular season. He's only at 56. That's Did he make the playoffs last year? Uh, No. Is he going to make the playoffs this year? Jury's still out, but no. So I guess it really doesn't matter. Yep, I guess not. Let's uh, let's get into our first segment. Who was a stud? Who was a dud? And who left you thinking, oh man, I could have. Um, Ryan, walk us through the stud. So the stud um, was not Carlos Hyde. No. Um, but he was traded for by Carlos Hyde. Yes. Um, and then he has now, did he win me, he won me this past week, but I'm trying to remember, did he win me, two, no, I lost two weeks ago. Yeah. So he's won me one week, so good trade. Um, his name is John, and his last name uh, is the same as one of the NFL teams, and it's not the 49ers, it's not John 49er, it's not John Giant, it's not John Falcon. You're going to go through all 32? No, but I'll go through a couple more. It's not John Raven, it's definitely not John Packer. Although that would be kind of a fun name. It's not John Cardinal. It's not John Bill. It's John Brown. And uh, number one wide receiver on the week. Pretty yeah. impressive. And uh, just secondary stud. Do you know who the number two wide receiver on the week was? Uh, little Sharknado. Baby Shark. Baby Shark. Doo 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 doo. I like Sharknado a little yeah. bit better. Char- Char- Sharknado? Sharknado. Sharknado yeah. 2, the second one? Yeah. No, or 3. Sharknado 3. This shit keeps happening. <laughs> Sharknado 4, they're still making these? Sharknado Are they coming 5? out of the 5? <laughs> I think they already have it. I believe there's 6 Sharknados out. Um, I'm going to Google that. That's just quick. that's just incredibly impressive. Fill time, fill time. I just, I well, I hope at this point I'm just going to make a little plug for Sharknado, Sharknado, that if you don't know what we're talking about in terms of Sharknado, 
I think it was on Netflix, and you need to watch. It's kind of like... Okay, here we go. In 2013, Sharknado came out. In 2014, Sharknado 2, the second one, came out. In 2015, Sharknado 3, oh hell no, came out. In 2016, those are the three that I've seen. I've not seen 4, 5, or 6. In 2016, Sharknado The Fourth Awakens came out. In 2017, Sharknado 5 Global Swarming came out. And in 2018, The Last Sharknado came out. There's the subline. I can't read it. I need to zoom in. Well, yep. The last one is The Last Sharknado. It's about time. Well, they missed uh, Shark uh, Six. They missed Sharknado Seven. Sharknado. Sharknado. Where Sharknado. DJ Shark. DJ Shark on a football field, and there's sharks chasing him, and he still scores a touchdown. Much like you know the Bane scene from Dark Knight. Yeah. Where Heinz Ward runs on the field. Yeah. It's DJ Shark doing that, but from sharks. Yes. And scoring touchdowns. And there's Sharknado for. Yeah. Him. So he was the number two receiver on the week. The you know kind of, you know secondary secondary stud. Accentuating your studs. And uh, one year your week, baby shark. Who was the dud? Yeah, this is just a big giant glass. Anytime I think a team puts up uh, under fifty, I mean you're just there's there's really no bright spots at all. I don't know if he had a player put up over ten, um, and that's just it's just a tough look. Um, it's just a tough look for glass. A guy that started out with just a hell of a points four track, and then drops this dud. I will say that his team was on by. I mean the Packers were on by. Yeah. Um, so that hurt. Who was the could of, I think it probably hits a little close to home for you. Yeah. A little sad. Um, I'm not going to, I want to put Tyreek here, but nobody was not going to start Tyreek. Yeah. He got hurt during the game. You can't really hold that against him. Um, I mean, you can, but I don't recommend it. Yeah. The, uh, the could of is, I guess I just really didn't see Deshaun Watson. Dude, what the hell? How did you not predict the Baltimore Ravens defense just absolutely shutting down the Houston Texans? I, I don't know. Honestly, it's just unforeseen. That's just really bad management. I don't know. Who did you end up starting instead? I started the Minnesota Vikings against the Denver Broncos. Yeah, obviously, obviously the Denver Broncos were going to get up to an easy twenty to nothing lead. And I mean, I don't, I really don't understand how you didn't expect the Baltimore Ravens defense to just absolutely shut down the Houston Texans. Yeah, that's it's, just really poor management on your part. Oh, here you go. Here you go. Would would uh would the Houston Texans would have rather had Mitch Trubisky? Traded up for Mr. Trubisky. Would Mr. Trubisky have made a difference no. instead of Deshaun Watson? No, I think they were happy that they uh, didn't trade up and they just they just sat and got Deshaun. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um. I'm also here's another one. I'm pretty sure the Chiefs feel the same way about Pat Mahomes. Oh. They're glad they didn't trade up to get uh the Mitch Trubisky and they just they just stayed back and got Pat Mahomes. Yeah. But I do think the Bears possibly regret. Trading up one draft pick to the 49ers who were not going to draft uh, Mitch Trubisky, giving up their next year's first round pick and some later picks in getting Mitch Trubisky when they could have sat at their same pick and got A, Mitch Trubisky, or B, knowing what they know now, Deshaun Watson or Pat Mahomes. They also, with the picks that they gave up later, they could have had Alvin Kamara, they could have had Cooper Cup, and they could have had, I don't remember who, but some good defender. Michael Gallup was on there. Uh, Michael Gallup was on there, but there was a. I don't remember who it was. It was like a third-round pick defender who was pretty good. Yeah, they fucked up real bad. Anyways, we got down a rabbit hole here. But the cutoff is Baltimore defense. Um, didn't see that one coming. Don't understand how you didn't didn't you know start them. That's just embarrassing. 
What the hell just happened? Let's dive into a weekly recap. You know what I just don't understand? How is Pat so fucking lucky? I was uh, I was gonna ask you a question later later in the show segments. Um, I just how the hell did he draw the glass matchup where Glass's entire team is on by the Packers Glass's team the same you know they're one and the same they're on by and Pity Pat Prouty yeah gets to play a team that's on by and then this is you know later in the episode. This week, he gets to play Sam when Melvin Gordon's on by and James Conner's probably not going to play. How is Pat so lucky? We'll get into this later, too. But his 6-5 and five record, six of those wins are versus his own conference. His five losses are versus the five of us. Christian oh, my, Mayo. imagine. Imagine a realm where Pat Prouty had to play in a real conference. He would be Kyle. He would be worse we than Kyle. We could switch Kyle worse and Pat. Worse than Kyle. Kyle would be six and five, gonna have a first round bye, and Pat would probably be less than five and six. Oh, it's for just, sure. Oh, it's oh. How come Michael Keaton just sucks so much? They're zero and six versus Pat, and he plays Sam this week. He's been flexing He's two be tight ends all year. He's gonna be fucking seven and zero in conference, and we swe- we swept him. He's gonna have a High winning five. record. We did our job. Baby Bird, you did your job. Kyle, you did your fucking job. And Benson, obviously you did your job. I don't know if you've ever lost to Pat. But seriously, guys, Pat, you can't just let him win. This is, what, the second year in a row that he's got the first round bye in that conference? Yeah. And it's going to be the same shit next year where he gets embarrassed in the second round of playoffs. Yeah. Ugh. And he's won the fucking trophy once. Do you think, quest peep for you right here, right now. All right. Do you think if Pat Prouty is in the is in the Christian Bale conference, he's he has a ch- a duchess? Do you think he's ever won a championship if he had played in our conference all of his oh, years? Oh wow, I don't know. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say absolutely fucking not. I I'm gonna decline to comment just from the sheer fact that uh, the year that he won, I was still trash. So unbelievable. Next matchup, Sam versus Alex. This is this one will bring it just brings joy to all who listen. Um, for. To Alex's cry, I will say this, and then I will counter it immediately. Um, Alex's cry of most points against, he, he for a second there. Is not. Yeah, yeah. For a second there, he had that, though, like, oh, most points against, oh, so what was me? I'm yeah, but he's not. Most what was my life? And then. It's embarrassing. It is the second time this year that Sam has put up over 100 points this year. Barely. I can but think he cracked of, 100. I can think of maybe like three to eight reasons that I would not want to be either one of them, too. But, uh, Alex, you can't really cry. Uh, to anybody or claim pity uh, when you don't crack 70. Yeah. Um, if we're you don't gonna, crack 70, that just doesn't work. I don't want to talk too much about Alex right now because we might be, uh, we might have gotten a letter. Um, so we'll dive into his team more later. Um, but what I do want to talk about is that our glorious Duchess has a way of bringing balance to the force. What do I mean? Uh, good question. So I, Alex and Sam are notorious for fighting to not be the Casper in the league, right? Right. Every year, they're front runners, And uh, this year's no exception. So last year, Sam won, and we were like, what the? That, no one yeah. saw that coming. And this year, Sam is back. I am here to tell you, this is Sam. Last year, not Sam. This year, Sam. Sam. And now Alex, who has, on paper, one of the scariest teams to play against. He's got Saquon. He's got Nick Chubb. He's got Chris Carson. Chris Godwin? 
God mode? Exactly. He hasn't won a game in about 37 days. It's been he's lost five in a row. Yep. Yeah. Peep, peep the uh, picture, Twitter picture I put in the uh, chat earlier today in your follow-up comment. Yeah. Um. He's lost five straight, and he lo- just lost to Sam. And uh, they're both three and eight, and they could easily play again in week 14. But, like, not the good week 14, like playoffs. The but bad like, week The 14. bad week 14. Yeah, right. Like, like Duchess. Or right. not Duchess. Right. Casper. Yeah, yikes. Um, the uh, we'll get into this a little bit later, multiple times. All right, so you had the privilege of playing Baby Bird, and it's just a sad performance on what, my court. What first appeared when I this, this was my Sunday, I was like, Wow, Andy's blowing Baby Bird out, like, not even close. And like, I stopped looking at your score, I thought you had it in the bag. I did see a notification that Stefan Diggs had a big ass touchdown. I was like, Oh, you know, maybe Bird's putting up a respectable number, whatever. Andy's gonna absolutely dominate, no, no worries. And all of a sudden, 49ers got some random-ass touchdown at the end of the game. It was the stupidest play yeah. ever. Oh, absolutely. And then... Uh, I still would have lost. First of all, was that the one where like, it was like the, the fumble that shot like 20 yards? Yes, it was. Like it shot 20 yards back. Someone clearly threw the ball yeah. 20 yards towards the end zone and scooped it up. Like, how was that not reviewed and like overturned? The thing is, is like I lost a fantasy matchup. So many people lost that the bet. Lost the bet yeah. on that game. Oh, I don't think it was a wash or whatever they call it. it. They uh, no, they they covered the spread. No, there was there's another word for it that it was a because it was a ten point and it was exactly ten. So they got a, I don't know what it is when it's it's like a, a wash. Right? There was a word for it. Oh, okay. I don't know. I, whatever. Regardless, they just lost a bunch of money. Um, with some word that people that are more into betting would know, but not me. Um, but yeah, I just don't understand that. And then Tyreek Hill, me and you, and then also me and baby bird were talking all day Monday about how Tyreek Hill, you're either going to win by 10, you needed nine. You were either going to win by 10 to 20 points or lose by five to 10 points. And I lost by five to nine points. Yeah. Yeah. So just sad. Just sad. I'll uh, I'll get it back, but uh, Baby Bird was my kryptonite this year. What can I say? Hey Benny, you gave it your best go. Just wasn't enough. I'm I'm slowly now chipping away at that uh, that skewed me versus Benson matchup numbers. Um, or he's had a lot and I've had less uh, of wins. But uh, yeah, 118 to 112. It felt good. It felt uh it felt John Brown and Baby Shark. What? It was funny because I was mentally thinking to myself like I need. Both these guys, like I need after Juju, which I never wanted to start Juju, but I just was backed into a corner. Knew he was going to suck. Didn't expect him to, well, actually I expected him to suck that much, but fuck. And so after that, that was Thursday night. After that, I was like, I need Chark and Brown to just have a fucking field day. And they did. It was nice. What, uh, did those plays feel as good, better, or just slightly below your picking up our dwelly the oh, moment after George dwelly. Kittle. Let me let me paint that story. Andy, myself, two of our friends, and all of our well, three of our wives and Andy's fiance. It's embarrassing. Catch up. Um, just kidding. It's coming. <laughs> That's to Alex. Yeah, yeah, for real. Um, catch up, Alex. Come on. At least Andy put a ring on it. Um, anywho, we're all out at dinner, and my phone goes. Oh, it's a sleeper notification. Oh. George Kittle's out, for sure. Confirmed this week, huh? They play the Cardinals. This, this is my this is my brain. It's my brain was like, oh, they play the Cardinals. Oh my god, I need to pick up an Amato. Pull my phone out. 
I'm, you know, acting calm so that Andy doesn't look at his phone. He's sitting right across from me. Acting slightly calm. I'm on my phone, just like, no, 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 no. Uh, who's the... Oh, and then I get on Fantasy, and I'm like, shit, I have no fucking clue who plays tight end for the 49ers. Other than George Kittle. Other than George Kittle. So I pull out my uh, my old Google. 49ers tight end. George Kittle, George Kittle. George, oh, 49ers website, depth chart. Uh, George Kittle, R. Dwelly, never heard of this motherfucker. And then there's like two more names that I've heard of, but I was like, I didn't know. I was like, oh, they they are they say they're third and fourth in the depth chart, so I guess I'm gonna go with this R. Dwelly guy and hope it works out. Go back to fantasy. I'm like, hopefully no one's picked him up. He plays the Cardinals. Nobody's, nobody would have picked up R. Dwelly. They played the Cardinals, so I'm looking. Oh, look at this R. Dwelly motherfucker is right there. Add, you need to drop a player. Oh, yeah, sure, I'll drop Eric Ebron. No fucking problem. Drop our dwelly on my team. And we'll throw him in the old lineup. Turn the phone, show it to Andy. Hey, Andy. And then I pull my phone back. I'm like, wait, I need to show him the notification first. Because he's not going to know who the fuck our dwelly is. <laughs> pull the notification, show him the phone, read that. He's like, all right, George Kittle's out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They play the Cardinals. He's like, oh, who's your tight end? Pull the notification thing away, show him. This our dwelly motherfucker. And he's like, are you really starting the backup 49ers guy? Has he even caught a pass this year? I'm like, yeah, I think he's caught three. Yeah, two touchdowns. Yeah, and then Benson has the audacity to call me lucky. No, 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 no. This was scouted. This was thought through. And this was... He should have had three touchdowns. It was like he had one called back. He had three touchdowns. He had one called back. You know, it was like it was like Larry Dinell. It was like Larry Dinell coming back, but for your favor. Except I knew it was going to happen because... He played the Cardinals. It was uh, it's impressive. You know what's really funny too? I don't I, even know his first name. Is that uh, is that R. what's funny? I believe it's the letter <laughs> R. Um, I tried back in a test. I tried so hard, like two three weeks ago, before because the 49ers played the Cardinals. Someone else, the Cardinals again. I tried so hard to get George Kittle for these matchups because I wanted the 49ers. I wanted George Kittle versus the Cardinals. I was like, Twice. He's going to be a monster those two games. Like that's a, that's and he would have been a monster this yes, game. Yes, he would have. And I was looking at the matchups. He would not budge. I offered him Zeke. I offered him Zeke for Kittle and Bell, which in hindsight probably should have taken, but he didn't. But I ended up with the 49ers against the Cardinals anyways. That was glorious for me. Two touchdowns on four catches, and I think less than ten yards. It's Suck impressive, it, Benson. Suck it. Yeah, I think you be- even beat the ESPN insiders on that one. Oh, I, there's no, there's no like football knowledge you need to have. He played the Cardinals. Like that's it. Right. It does not matter. You know what? The Cardinals let OJ Howard score a touchdown first them. And that normally is fine, except with the Bruce Arians, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they don't throw it to O.J. Howard. Yeah, I don't Bird. know how he got a touchdown that week because they don't throw him the ball. So literally, he probably had to throw himself the ball. I don't know. It was wild, but he scored a touchdown. Moving the last on. matchup. Last one, yep. Uh, Nick beat Kyle. Uh, it happened. It did. Uh, Nick's actually really going after it now. I don't really... Uh, I don't know why it took him, you know, eight weeks off to do it, but he's his chirping is back, his scoring is back, his cocky attitude is back, and I will say this: um, we should all be scared of a six and seven Nick Kremko with Michael Thomas and DeAndre Hopkins going into playoffs. Yeah, he's doing that classic move of absolutely shit bricks in the first half, and then just go the fuck off in the second half. So it's exactly what he's doing. I think 
And his strategy this whole time, maybe. Here's the difference, know. though. The year he won the championship, and he did similar. I don't think it was as dramatic with the one and seven. And no. he's not locked into playoffs yet. We're not saying that, but he is. The ball is in his court to be the second uh, Mike, Michael Keaton. Like, he needs to lose to give others a chance. He doesn't need anybody he else. He controls to his lose. destiny. He does. Is what we can say. Which is unreal after a one and seven start. Stupid. People had written him off. People, and by people, I mean us. We said oh, he was ninth. Oh yeah, he was. Well, in some rankings, he was tenth. He was locked for the for the Casper, and here we are. He's controlling his own fate to go to the uh, to the playoffs. Um, but the difference between this year and the last year that he did this is uh, the waiver system is different now. It's a rolling continuous list. Back then, it was last place gets first priority week after week. So back then, he got the cream of the crop pickups every single week because he kept losing, and now he hasn't, but same results so far. It's, uh, it'll be interesting to see how it pans out for one Also, Kremko. another uh, thing that everybody needs to know, Andy uh, has been doing Movember, and it is pitiful. It is terrible. Um, I'm tempted to take a razor to his face whilst he's sleeping. I'm a little bit surprised and insulted that Bree hasn't already done it. But here we are. Let's go into the next segment. Waiver Wire Wonders. To my defense, I hate the mustache. Yeah, it's terrible. Literally, you need to shave that thing it's, off. <laughs> nine days. Uh, I think you should move it up nine days to now. Um, Jimmy Gar- So, you'll wear that to work, but not the boss cut? That's yeah. Just, come on. The boss cut would be Jimmy a Jimmy Garoppolo, 29.7. Second week in a row. That he is atop the waiver wire list. Gustafer Edwards, pretty sure that's his name. 17.2, also second week in a row. This just accentuates Alex's horrible oh, I season know. on the waiver wire. Allie, Allie Trowski Two boy. weeks in a row. Come on, man. Jonathan Williams, I'm pretty sure in the past, um, I believe Jonathan Williams was at the Bills. Yes. I, don't, I don't remember this guy. I think he played for the Bills. He was Shady's backup, um, and he was supposed to like take over the rock there, I believe. And I believe that because... I vaguely remember Alex going after Jonathan Williams when something happened to Shady in Buffalo. I think this is like it's in the reserve somewhere. Nick Mayno, he, he was on Shady's train in Buffalo yeah. for two years. Wide receiver, X Packer Randall Cobb, seventeen point five. Was that question? Um, did he have a touchdown or is that all yards? No, he did have a touchdown. Okay, was it Gallup that had like seventeen points on yeah. just yards? Okay. Um, wide receiver, Jackim. Jackin Grant. Jackam Grant. 15.9. Six of that was a kickoff return. For a touchdown. Tight end. Ryan Griffin. Not from... 16.9. Not from the show. What show? Uh, Family Guy. That's not Ryan Griffin. It's That's Griffin. Peter. Well, they kind of look the same. You know, old fat white guys. Squint. Uh, Flex. Debo! One of the cooler names out there. Sam Ewell. Uh, thirteen point four all yards, all yards. I'm surprised no one's picked him up. He's had eight catches for hundred plus yards back to back weeks, but no George Kittle, barely in Emmanuel Sanders. So Alex probably will start him this week when he puts up three points. D is the Falcons, which um they have terrible matchups, but they've had two really good uh, defensive weeks, and apparently they have a new defensive play caller. It's like a linebacker coach instead of the head coach for the past two weeks, so it could be why. But terrible matchups, and. He uh, he was once a god. I believe he started in Buffalo, 
and then worked his way over to the West Coast, and I think he's now back. Is yeah. he in Buffalo? And he is in Buffalo. He's in Buffalo again. He's made a full trip, but he's stayed great all along. He is Stefan Hauskka. I don't know. Literally. Like that. Throwback to when he was a stud. Yeah. I had him also. For a grand smack in total of 100. Is that a 5 or a 6? 63.3. 163.3. I hear that's a good week from the waiver wire team. Continues to be undefeated. Allegedly. Also, uh, that 163.3 would have lost to my 186.8. Just saying. That wasn't really... There was no point to saying that, except that my high score is higher than the waiver wire team's score this week. But that's all right. Congrats. Get a lollipop. It's time to talk Dynasty. We can fly through these. Yeah, so I just... Before we fly through these, how embarrassed are you to lose to Kyle in the Dynasty League? It was brutal. To be honest, I didn't see it coming. Like, sure, it was your first loss, but like... Kyle. Kyle. All right, uh, Nick played Sam. I don't who won. Sam won by or Sam lost by a lot. Sam lost by quite a bit. Um, I beat Alex by a and little bit. For those keeping track, which is me, that's two close wins in Dynasty vs. House. The first one came on a stack correction. He actually won. There's a stack correction, which after I said, "Hope there's a stack correction." There was. I won by uh, I don't remember how much, but a little bit. This one's by about two and a half points. I love to see it. He hates to see it. But wait, I also beat him in the HCFFL league. I guess that's league twice, yeah. but um, HCFFL. So I guess I'm three and overs him this year. So Alex, uh, you should check out www.imbetteratyou. At I fucked football. that one up. Let's try this again. You should check out www.imbetterthanyou at fantasyfootball.com. Do you see what I did there? www1w for each win. Yeah. Because I've beat him three times this year. Wow. Yeah. Three stars for the person in third grade math. Yep. And uh, Baby Bird and Pat played. I think Baby Bird won cool, I guess. Doubled up Pat a little bit. So, Playoff Rocket, as it stands today in Dynasty, uh, I'm pretty much locked in as the number one seed. Ryan is locked in as the number two seed. Uh, Alex is most likely going to make playoffs he's currently the three seed at six and five then there are three teams actually at five and six baby bird who currently holds the tie who also has basically all the first round picks next year yes along with alex um so baby bird stands at five and six and nick and kyle respectively are right below baby bird at five and six but due to the points for tiebreaker baby bird takes the fourth playoff spot right now but it is wide open i mean anything can happen with those last two spots me and you can just kind of hang out and just wait and see yeah um it basically doesn't matter who i play in the first round i'm gonna win and i'll see you in the second round and i'll win and uh i'm gonna clean that pot out i'm going back to back and then we no (laughs) doubt my mind that would be actually the only downside like i want to win obviously but if you win that means we start over so all their draft picks no 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 we we the pot is gone, but um, we don't redraft. I think it was. Oh, I have it. it detailed out somewhere. Two in a row is not a redraft, but the clot pot's clear. I think it was three in a row. There's a vote, which we need uh, at least half the league, or it might have even been 75% of the league. I don't know. It's detailed out somewhere. 
Um, and then if it's four, if somebody wins four years in a row, it's a, it's no, no vote. I think it was 50% and then four years in a row is an automatic redraft or something along those lines. Okay. Well, that'll probably not happen, but yeah, I don't know. Um, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. That's it. We could always discuss that too. If you guys are just can't handle how good my team is, but I think there's competitive people out there that are good. Pat's rebuilding. He's in rebuilding year. Yeah, he is. Um, always. And you owe all of the credit to uh, Joe Jordan. To Joe. Rip because Joe Jordan. imagine if you, so you joined first, so you got your pick of team, you obviously picked Joe's team, but imagine if we had just found two people and like flipped a coin and you had ended up with Pat's team. You'd be where Trash. Pat is because that team is just bad. Team's just real bad. Yeah, team's His points against bad. is also really stupid high in this league. Well, yeah, that's because he had to play me twice and you twice. Yeah. So your points against in this league is like stupid lower than everyone yeah. else. Yeah. Like embarrassingly lower than everyone else. I don't know how you got so lucky, but. Number one points for them. Yeah, by like 50, and then your points against is like 300 less I'm than just everyone saying. else. I'm just saying. Um, we're going to read a letter to Alex. It's not written. We're freelancing it, but his team's so bad that I think it'll just come naturally to us. So as I said, this one goes out to a little Fräulein. So you changed your team name prematurely to most points against. But here's the thing. Nick Glass has four points against more than you do. The difference is he has a hundred points for more than you. So really, if anyone should be upset, it's Nick Glass. Who's in third in points for? He has the third most points for of anyone in the league. In the most points against. And he's four and seven. I think he should be more upset than you. Also, another person that should be more upset than you is Kyle Wellman. Who's five and six, but somewhere in the middle in points for. Maybe maybe fifth in points for. He has 1,088 points for. You have under 1,000 points for. And your points against are 12 apart. He should be more upset than you. What I'm trying to say is you're one of two teams under 1,000 points for on the year. We've played 11 games. Which means you're averaging well under 100 points. You were probably in the 80s points for. And you've been trading. You've been scrappy. You've been whatever. It doesn't matter who you have on your team. You're just not good at fantasy football. You've lost five straight. It's been... Five weeks, it's been really, I guess, six weeks since he won. So at 37, it should actually be about 40, 44 days, not 37. Because six weeks ago is when he won. He's lost five straight. Come on, Alex. I expect better from you. If you lose this week, you're completely, you're already out of the playoff picture. But you're literally out of the playoff picture when you lose this week to, to Kremko. And uh, you're probably going to be fighting to be the Casper. I will say I hope you win because first to worst sounds better than the namesake getting the caster because I know yours will come. But Ryan, can I ask you a question? Absolutely. Who in this league in all of its illustrious history deserves the Casper more than one Alex Petrowski? So here's what I'll say. We all know eventually Alex will get the Casper, right? That's just, it's, it's bound to happen. So at this point, the answer to your question is no one. Alex deserves it more than anyone. It was named after him for, you know, for good reason. But 
the glory of Sam, who should have never won a championship. He won because Derrick Henry and Amari Cooper combined for roughly 80 points in the first round, and then he played Pat, who just doesn't know how to roster a decent team, in the second round, and then Aaron Rodgers went off for 40 or 50 in the finals. So Sam should have never won. Him going first to worst just really writes the ship. So that's what we're rooting for. But Alex is doing everything in his power to take that from him. Because Alex sucks at fantasy football. That's all for the first half of the show. Not bad for a freelance. Let's hit the outro. Thank you for listening to the Hogan Connection Fantasy Football Podcast. Welcome to the Houghton Connection Fantasy Football Podcast. And we are into episode 38.5. I will be your commish. And I'm the Wads question mark, question mark. And so the Alex transaction count is X. I think that means that X is going to give it to you. And uh, Thursday night, hey, this is coming out before the Thursday night game. So it's actually worth talking about the Thursday night preview. Wow. Interesting. Thursday night preview. Wow. Wow. A um, couple big names. Obviously, Indy versus Houston. So, Baby Bird has got his Deshaun Watson's going. Uh, Krem Cow is hoping Hopkins can uh, help him cream himself on Thursday night. Interesting. And uh, I don't know uh, if anybody will actually start the Indy back that was picked up. I don't see them in a starting lineup as of him? yet. Alex, I think. Probably Alex. Yes, he is not in a starting lineup, though. We'll see. Battle for the Casper has Jay Williams, Jonathan Williams on his bench, along with Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brisket. All right. Um, should we just dive straight into the uh, preview? Yeah, let's do it. I have just one question for you. Is Champ there? Champ? Are you ready for this week's preview? All right, so first up, we have Andy sitting at 8-3, and three, taking on Kyle sitting at 5-6. and six. Don't have the head-to-head readily available. I'm going to hit myself on the tit because that's the button for this drop. Ryan Warson's easy-peasy lemon squeezy farthest thing from an upset of the week. Uh, congrats on being 9-3. and three. Thanks. I am going to thoroughly enjoy eliminating Kyle from playoff contention. And uh, let's move right along into the next. The one thing I want to point out here. One thing. He is, currently has, Ben Watson in his starting lineup as a tight end. I have a history with one Ben Watson. Yeah, but that's a, that was, so Ben Watson then, which was what, that was 20, it was the year I won, so 2015. 15. So four years ago. Ben Watson then was old as shit. It's four years and I think two teams later. Uh, Yeah, you're fine. Uh, that's just Kyle being a, a Patriots fan. That's but all I, that is. But I am going to enjoy the revenge. Yeah, if only it was Alex, but hey, Kyle's a Kyle's fine too, I guess. Um myself at seven and four takes on the Jeep Creep sixty nine, who's four and seven. And man, I'm I'm sorry you're four and seven. But I think this one one hundred percent comes down to the Packers versus the forty ers Since Glass's team is I believe literally fifty plus percent Packers. If they go off, I'm toast. If they don't, I probably win. Yeah, uh, because Amari Cooper plays the Patriots. So he won't score matchup. any points. 
Uh, Kenny I have Galladay. him benched in Dynasty. Oh, really? Wait, so he has Amari Cooper and Kenny G? Yeah. I have both of them in Dynasty, wow. so that's fine. I'm fine. Everything's but, fine. But uh, right now, he doesn't have a starting lineup. As he will. He always does. He's slow, but he always gets it in. That's what she said. Yeah. Um, so, just one question for you. You know, it's been... We're almost, we're John almost, Cena. We're, we're almost done with the year. Glass. First year in the league. How would you rate... His first year. Um, with the team that he put together, um, first of all, too many Packers. But even so, his points for are good. His record is bad. And I don't think he has gotten unlucky. But there's just there's been quite a few times where it's been a management thing. Like he started somebody injured, I believe, once. And that was the difference between winning and losing. He started like bad matchups when he should have started somebody else. Difference between winning and losing. So although his points for, I believe, are third in the league... With the team and the roster that he has, it should be he should easily like Pat is six and zero in that conference. The Pat's team is ass. If Glass was a better manager, he would easily walk. Yeah, he should be in that eight and three, seven. He and four should range. be able to sleep his way, like not sexually, but like literally, like Alex in every engineering class we took, sleep his way to the first round by, and instead he's four and seven and probably not going to make playoffs. So, I rate him poorly. I'm very interested to see how he does next year if he doesn't draft as well. I got it. I got it. Next year, we put him and Joe co-owning. Glass takes care of the draft. Joe takes care of the season. That team will be good. Yeah, it will. Yeah, because Joe, terrible drafter. (laughs) The worst known But did fine all season. Glass, he had a good draft. I, I don't know how, but he did. But... Just he has no depth. Well, maybe he doesn't have a good draft because his starting lineup is good. The later rounds not so good. So I don't know. Much to learn. You still have Alex and Nick. Yeah, this is easily I think the most important matchup that's, of the week. Oh, that's literally I have that written down. It's weird because it's a three and eighteen versus four and seventeen. I know. So you want to hit the toilet flush button, but it's probably the most relevant matchup in the right. League. Right, because if Alex wins, he uh, he will tie Kremko in the record. But he will get a two-game sweep in the year. He will have swept Kremko, giving him the all-important tiebreaker. So what's really weird is they're fighting both for a playoff spot and also for a Casper spot. Right. Like, the, the winner will not, I don't want to say more than likely go to playoffs, because if it's Alex, I think, I don't, I haven't looked at what him versus Glass looks like. If, you know, if Glass yeah, wins right. and Alex wins, they have a tied record. I don't know what that looks like. But, um... The winner has a chance of making playoffs, and the loser almost certainly goes to the Casper series. Because Kyle's not. Right. But, well, he could, maybe? maybe? Run Burgundy? I don't, I don't know what his... I don't. There's too much going on. I don't know Kyle's record. It would take Kyle losing out and Sam yeah. or Alex winning out, and Nick winning at least one more and i don't know what kyle's head to head versus all them is so i don't know there's a lot going the most on. likely scenario is that the two caspers are uh, sam and it, the loser of this game that's maybe glass could glass also, could be also in do there. that yeah if alex loses yes for if sure alex loses he's almost definitely in the caster who does he play the last week of the year do you know me he plays you he plays me so he probably would lose two in a row he would probably lose two in a row and uh then he'd be three and ten incredible and sam is going to lose this week we'll slide right to that one sam plays no Pat. Uh, i have one question for okay. you regarding the alex john cena what do you think each player has been doing this week to best worship the duchess 
and turn the odds of a victory in their favor. Knowing the grav yes, knowing Owner? the gravity of the matchup. Um Sam has oh wait. No, Nick. Alex and Nick. So Nick's won it. So he has memories of his sweet succulent time with our Lady Duchess. Alex had it in his grasp only to watch uh Oh man, I wish I could think of his name off the top of my head. Giants fill it. Rashad Jennings bury him with like three touchdowns and a hundred yards filling in for whoever the hell the starter was then. I think Nick, that relationship that he's built with our our uh, Lady Duchess plays in more. I think it matters more what Nick does and less what Alex does. Yeah. It's also Alex, I, I feel like his Nick his name this year was a ghosty. The chubby ghost. The it was his own fault. Yeah. He, he just said he's he a chubby ghost. It on himself. The Casper saw that and was like, Oh, I want a friend. I've got a friend in you. Chubby ghost. Bring it on, man. Yeah. Hate to see it for Alex. But Alright, like I said, slide right into the Sam and Pat. Um I'm gonna hit my tit again because it's the Ryan Warson's easy peasy lemon squeezy farthest thing from an upset of the week. I couldn't pick one, so I just did both. Because Sam has no James Conner, probably. He definitely has no Melvin Gordon the third, and Pat some fucking how gets another easy draw, another bye week, and should be able to win even if he drops a deuce like 68 points. He does have a history of winning when only scoring 68 points. Question for you. Okay. Do you think Pat wins only scoring 68 points, or do you think he puts up a semi-respectable would be like 84 points. Do you think he scores over 84? If you give me the over and 84, I'm going to sub 84. I'll take over, but barely. I'm going to take the sub. I think it's if you gave me the 84 to 90 range, that's where I think he lands. Uh, Range for Sam. No Melvin Gordon. I'm going to go 60 to 68. If James Conner plays, 72 to 77. No James Conner, sub 72. Who's his, does he have running backs on his team other than James Conner and Melvin Gordon? Uh, the ever-eternal. Frank Gore. The infinite. Wow. That's not good because Devin Singletary is playing football now. And you trade him Carlos Hyde. So. Oh, yeah. Yes, Carlos Hyde. But he plays on Thursday, so he's got to make that call real early. Yeah. Wow. I uh, know, man. My question for you um, <laughs> on this one is we you touched on it briefly to start the to start the podcast. Pat has had one of the most incredible seasons in terms of luck, points against, teams that he's had to play against. Well, not luck because that was Kyle that drafted Andrew Luck. Right, right. After drafting Pat Mahomes. So, in your personal, professional opinion, who has had a luckier season in terms of matchups? Pat or the Harlem Globetrotters, which get to play the Washington Generals on a weekly basis? (laughs) I see what you did there. Um, first of all, go Generals. Big Generals guy. I want to go with option C and say you. I want to say you have had the luckier schedule. Um, I believe you're somewhere in the middle of the pack in points for, but your points against are so low that you're probably going to have the first round by. Pat, his luck is less... Um, less points against based although he is low in points against and it's more the fact that he plays in the shit conference he plays in the shit conference like his whole conference is the washington generals i would fully expect 
someone in that conference to be able to win. And it happens to be Pat because everyone else is so bad. It's not a statement of how good Pat is. It's a statement of how trash the rest of the four of them are. Right. So I, uh, out of those three, I don't know between you, you, you bring up a good point about titties. Uh, the good point being me and my points against that's true. Um, I choose to see the glass half full with that actually. And that just means that the Duchess is shining down on me this year. But in real reality, the, uh, the three options, you can never count out the Washington generals. The Washington generals are a sneaky team. Dude, they can ball the Washington generals. They can ball, man. It's like Clay Thompson. They can ball. All of them are just, they can ball. I'd like to see the Washington Generals take on uh, the Golden State Warriors prime. I think the Generals have got that in the bag. I think they could beat the uh, the 90s Bulls. No problem. Absolutely no problem. The Harlem Globetrotters, they have, they're like the they're like the Packers of basketball. They have the refs in their pocket. Yeah. They literally, all they do is travel. They spin the ball on their fingers and run down on court. It's travel. It's travel. They double dribble. They travel. They just... It's illegal. People are sleeping on the generals. Yeah. Don't sleep on the generals. Heard it here first. Final matchup of the week. Uh, Benson is seven and four and plays Baby Bird at eight and three. This is uh, only important because of first round by implications. Uh, so I actually have it important for a different reason. Oh really? Please enlighten. First of all, Baby Bird and Benson has been contentious. Really? Um, it has because. Baby Bird came in just disrespecting Benson. Oh, that's came right. Came in the league just super disrespectful. And Benson is the winningest member of the league. Baby Bird, since joining, is the winningest member of the league. So, you got two big heads uh, kind of going to fight. And uh, both their names start with B. Benson, Baby Bird. But really, what's important, that's all irrelevant. This one basically decides who goes to the Michael Keaton side of the conference. Which, oh, as really? we've highlighted, is the worst conference, right? So if you think about it, the winner will likely be the two seed. One seed if you lose. But I'm assuming you're going to win this week because you play Kyle. Kyle. And I'm guessing that you will probably win next week because you play Alex. Alex. That's not a lock because Alex's team is actually good on paper. But he's the owner, so they don't really want to put up numbers. But, so the winner's probably the one or the two seed, depending on what you do. But they're in the Christian Bale side. Right. The loser will probably be the three seed, because I'm guessing I will be the four seed because of my lower points four. Um, I've split with Benson. We have roughly the same conference record. Actually, for wild cards, that doesn't matter. Conference it's record's all points out. four. It's all points four. So we split, So and I don't foresee myself catching Benson in points four. He's number one, and I'm number seven or something like that. Yeah. Um, which don't come at me for that either, because I've lost every bad week I've had, and I've won every good week I've had. So, suck it. Um, I'm a tail of two teams, Andy. I'm yeah. a tail of sub seventy five and plus ninety four, and I've won every plus ninety four, and I've lost every sub seventy five. We can't all be pat and win when we score sixty eight points. That's besides the point, though. Um, so because of my lower points four, I'm guessing I'm the four. I'm guessing I'm locked in on our side. So the winner is probably the two seed. The loser is probably the three seed. So I question this to you. Is it better to lose this game so you get to go to the other side? Every part of me wants to say I want to lose and play the Michael Keaton conference. But at the same time, the first round by, you literally don't play. Well, and you get an automatic I'm, bid I'm in a, the second I'm not round. saying you. I'm assuming 
I'm assuming you lock no, up I'm, the first. No, I'm, I'm saying by. if I was if I was Brent right. or Baby Bird, right? So, but I I'm, would want to win. I got you. I'm saying, I'm assuming you lock up the first round by. So th- for the two of them, it's yeah. not an option. Right. So the winners, the two seed, the losers, the oh, then lose. Oh. Right. Right. Lose. So then here's my my bout to that. If it's Nick, I don't want to play Kremko's team in playoffs. He's got DeAndre Hopkins, Michael Thomas. By then, it's possible Marlon Matt's Max back, but not likely. But he still has Eckler and uh, Montgomery. My opportunity. Mon- and that's scary about Montgomery. But um, what's the Josh Jacobs? Yes, that's good. Like he's got a decent team. I'm scared of Nick. Complex. Although uh, his quarterback has terrible matchups. Yeah. Terrible. Um, Josh Stallion. But if you get past Nick, you get probably Pat in the second round, and that's easy. So your path to championship, if you get past whoever's... So it's either it's either you get to play you, right? Most likely. Or Nick. So the question is, would you rather play me in the first round? Which I would even argue that it's probably easier to beat me than Nick in the first round of playoffs. But it's probably harder to... Not even probably. It's definitely harder to beat you than Pat in the second round of playoffs. So would you rather be knocked out in the first round... Or have an easier chance once you get to the second round. And my proof there is, last year, I was super pumped to go to the Mike Clean side. It was a walk for me to get to the championship. Except fucking Amari Cooper and fucking Derrick Henry had to go off. Go the fuck off. Boot me out. I had higher points than Sam and Pat in the second round when I was, you know, on the sidelines watching. With my face stuck to the window. And then I had higher, I believe, I, this is not factual, I haven't looked it up, but I believe We could all see this rant memory, coming, by the way. We could all see it coming. Just off memory, I had higher points than Sam in the last game. That could be wrong. I don't know. It's a better story if it's right. Motherfucking Derrick Henry. <sighs> all that to say, it'll be interesting to see how this shakes out. I am personally rooting for Benson. I, so we'll get more to playoff stuff. Um, the only way I don't make playoffs, and it's convoluted, if I lose out and Benson loses out and Kyle wins out, I don't make playoffs. I think. I have to look at conference record. Well, you would No, you would I lose too. Conference record doesn't matter. It's head-to-head and points forward because it's a wild card spot, not the two seed. Did you split with Kyle? I beat Kyle twice. Oh, so um, he'd have to win out right. If Kyle, no, if Kyle, that, so here's the thing. If Benson wins and I lose out and Kyle wins out, Kyle and I are tied. I beat Kyle. Yeah. But if there's three people with seven wins and it's Benson, that would mean Benson and I split. So I there's no it goes to points four versus Benson. I beat Kyle twice, so I beat Kyle. But Kyle beat Benson the first time he played, and he still has to play him again. So if Kyle wins out, yeah, then Kyle beat and Benson. Benson twice. would not make playoffs. No, 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 no. I would not make playoffs. Oh. I think because it would come down to points four because I have the outright win over Kyle. Kyle has the outright win over Benson. Benson and I split, but he has it over me, so it's a triangle. And so then it would just come down to points four. I would have the lowest points four. I would not make plus. That verbal meme. Ver- verbal gif right now. Verbal gif. The, the guy from Aliens, like looking at all the stars right now, I, I have no idea what's going on. That's everybody right now. <laughs> you guys don't follow that? I followed it. I, I'll go through it one more time. Nice and slow. If I lose out and Benson loses out, we both finish the year of seven wins. Kyle wins out. He finishes the year of seven wins. In that process, he beats Benson. In that process, he beats Benson. At that point, I believe he might have already beat Benson twice. Doesn't matter. At that point, if that happens, I have beat Kyle twice. 
Kyle has beat Benson twice. So I, I greater than Kyle, Kyle greater than Benson, and then the loop back to me, Benson and me equal, tiebreaker there is points, Benson greater points. So, so Ryan, it's a circle. So it's a triangle. Ryan triangle. greater Kyle, Kyle greater Benson, Benson greater Ryan, three-way tie, points four, rules all in that situation. It's the same reason why when Nick won and I was six and seven, I went to the bottom four and ended up the Casper and Nick won the championship because I had lower points four than Nick, even though I had beat him that year. I beat him. He went to playoffs. I went to the bottom. I would have won the first round of playoffs. Instead, it was the same thing. Sam fucking went off on me. I'm frustrated remembering these things. <sighs> Anywho, that's the only way I don't make playoffs. I don't suspect that happens. I think I think I have Kyle, a chance. Kyle gets the boot. I have a chance of winning. You'll probably win. Benson... But regardless, if Benson wins this week, I can lose out. Kyle can win out. I still go. Okay. That's the important part. Uh, in terms of the Michael Keaton side. It's a clusterfuck. We'll get there later. I'm going to need to pull up the ESPN page. We have another segment first. You've got questions. We've got answers. This week's peeps from the peanut gallery. Well, we kind of already, these all come in from one little ghost. Uh, Ryan, you already answered this first one, uh, but it was on a scale of 1 to 10. I just want you to put a number now. Scale of 1 to 10, 1 being you just got the Casper, 10 being you just won the championship. How happy would you be if Bless You, Thank You and Chubby Ghost, at the time of the question, face off in the Casper Bowl? Um, here's the thing. Being the Casper, it's not a 1. It's a negative infinity. It's terrible. People never let you live it down. For me, at least, you know, they never held it against Joe. They never held it against the ghost of Charlie Krieger. Uh, but no one ever lets me forget. I could win this league this year, and I could win the HCF or the the Dynasty League. So I could be the only person to win the Dynasty League because I would have won it twice. I could be the only person to win both, which I already am, and I could be the only person to win two. And I could have two of each. I could have four championships. And people would still just be like, "Yeah, but you're the Casper." It's terrible. It's, it's horrible. It's literally the worst. Winning the trophy, great feeling. Having Alex versus Sam, like the rightful, like, it's like in Lord of the Rings. The scene where Aragorn finally takes the mantle of king. It's just, it's Brings the, the tear king's to home. Brings the tear to your eye. The tree starts budding and flowering. The tree's been dead for decades. Starts budding and flowering and People rejoice. His hair looks great. Evil loses. Good wins. Oh, it's fantastic. Gandalf's hair is silky smooth. Gandalf has a staff and he's grasping it. Where's that horse? That horse has (laughs) a Jimmy Kanarski-like schlong. Yeah, man. I mean, it's just, if that happened, oh. It's like Iron Man getting all the stones from Thanos and just snapping his fingers and saying, little bitch, go away. The king's home. Man. It'd be like... It'd be like the Chronicle Sun returning. It would just... It would tickle my fancy, one might say. It would ruffle my feathers, one might say. It would be... It would be glorious. I uh I don't know if I put a number to that, but I can't get over the Lord of the Rings rant that we just did there. It'd be like in Harry Potter, the books, not the fucking movie, 
when they fought when he fought Voldemort all alone. <laughs> no, in the books, it's in the middle of the fucking Great Hall. Everyone's circling around them. Picture Roman Colosseum. Harry Voldemort in the middle. Voldemort shouts out a little Avada Kedavra. Harry shouts out a little Expelliarmus because he's not a bitch and doesn't want to kill anyone, even though he does kill Voldemort. Spoiler alert. But it's just it's that type of a moment where everyone's around. Everybody's watching. It's like good, great good versus great evil. What could happen? Except in this case, it's suck versus suck. Who is going to suck more? Sam and Alex. A destined duo. And the Bears still suck. What's the next peep? This is for me. Oh, for Andy. A question of power. So I'm actually going to correct this because it says Bruce Banner likes to smash things with brute force, which is wrong. That's very wrong. The, the Hulk does. Bruce actually doesn't. He doesn't like to smash things he with brute force. He smashes science. He smashes science with his intellect. But he doesn't like to smash things with brute force. That's why he doesn't like turning into the Hulk. And that's why he eventually becomes Smart Hulk and says it seems gratuitous when they ask him to smash things. Because he doesn't like to smash other than uh, other than Black Widow. But, so the Hulk likes to smash things with brute force and uncontrollable rage at times. I would say all the time. Hulk smashes all the time. So, which single player through weeks 14 to 16 do you see flipping the switch and going Hulk out? An example would be Derrick Henry from last year. So I'm gonna I'm gonna caveat this immediately and saying nobody will beat Derrick Henry's feet from last year. I certainly hope not unless he's on my roster. I can't handle that two years in a row. So I'm gonna caveat that, say that that's not gonna happen. I'm gonna give three players. Three players, uh, one running back, two wide receivers that have the chance to absolutely be smoke show plays. If the one there's only one in the dock, and if that's a real one, I'm going to laugh you out of this studio. The first one is Philip Lindsay. That's not the one that's in the dock. No, Philip Lindsay is actually going to play outplay his RB two current RB two status uh, in the playoffs because. Do you think it matters when Pat has a first round buy? Philip Lindsay goes the fuck off in the first round, scores 36 points in that week, and then the next week comes out, has 10 rushes for 27 yards, and uh, Pat loses. I mean, that could happen. He plays Houston, Kansas City, and Detroit. So, thank goodness he's on Pat's team, but I would love to have Philip Lindsay for those three weeks. Uh, the second player. It's going to be sneaky, ugly, and gross. But Baby Bird has been struggling, dragging Odell Beckham Jr. through the mud this entire season. I don't know how he's done it. I really don't. He's been absolutely trash. Yeah, me and him talked about that today. It's painful. It's juju, but different. But uh, if he is able to sneak past the first round where they play Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's not a great matchup. But the last two weeks... He plays Cincinnati and Arizona. And Obel Beckham Jr. is going to be awesome for those two weeks. Maybe. He still has Baker Mayfield throwing him the ball. Who would have thought that you would leave Eli Manning and get a worse quarterback? Not Odell Beckham Jr. Anyways, who's your last one? The last one is uh, just a hopeful one that I threw in here because this is the reason I picked him up. And it's Devontae Parker. Yeah, that's one I'm going to laugh you out of, the, out of the office. Because they play Philly, the Jets, and the Giants. I get that. But here's the thing. The Dolphins are trying to tank, and they just won two out of the last three games. 
Do you really think Fitzpatrick ends the year? They're playing hard. We'll see how it goes, but he's a, he's a started he's starting my up. words. I would not be surprised if before the end of the year Josh Rosen comes back in. And then Devontae Parker And then Devontae Parker flushes down the toilet. Yeah, you hit him with a trash can. I'm hoping that happens the week I play you in playoffs. And uh the Dolphins are like, oh, I don't really want to win this game. Fitzpatrick, you get the start. Oh, he goes out and throws a pick. Because he always throws a pick. Right. Uh, no, you can't be throwing picks. You're pulled. Josh Rosen, get in there. Go throw seven picks. That's fine. Yeah, that would big time sing. Anyways, Alex, those are three guys you need to watch out for. I would like to add a running back. that I, I'm not looking at the matchups. It's strictly a narrative thing. Um, Leonard Fournette. And my reasoning for that is... Um, I saw some statistic. I'm pulling the numbers out of my ass. Their ballpark, the, the point is correct. Um, Aaron Jones is leading the NFL with a touchdown every four carries or something. Some stupidly high number. Like some, yeah. some stupidly. The next highest is like you know one out of every ten carries touches something like that, which is still high. Leonard Fournette is one out of every like 217. Yeah, he's got one touchdown this year. Yeah, he's it's like one out of every four hundred. T- it's like so low. It's lower than players that are like they get two carries a game. So he is so on the bell curve. He is so left of the curve that I expect at the end of the season he's not going to end with one touchdown. Nick Foles is back. The offense is better. DJ Chark will probably get tackled at the one to infuriate me a few times, and uh, I expect Leonard Fournette to kill it going forward because he has probably how many games are left total in the year uh seven is that seven or six 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 games games left i would say at the end of the year he probably ends with i was gonna say five i would say just under 10 touchdowns oh really i think so i mean he's a good running back on a good team he gets the ball a lot i think he's got probably six to eight touchdowns coming his way over the next he does get to play tampa bay chargers and oakland tampa bay is actually the second best run defense in the yeah so that's not ideal for you but it's Leonard, so we'll play him. Anyways, last question. Which member of the Houghton Connection Fantasy Football League would make oh, this is such an easy question. the most money running a lemonade stand on a single day in June and why? Sam Richards. He could sell I a car to a blind man. I was going to say Sam Richards, too. He could, sell, he could sell a car to a blind man. He could sell a condom to a priest. He could sell a, his... He could sell... He could make the devil give him the devil's soul he could sell an iphone to an amish person yes he could sell electricity to an amish person yeah like just electricity not even like a hookup or anything he could just say hey pay me 50 dollars a month and i'll i'll you know give you electricity and the guy like cool like yeah unfortunately he couldn't sell pat on trading one of his tight ends no and he sucks at fantasy football which is the point of this podcast so um i'm gonna hit this drop because it's this is fun who is the better batman christian bale i'm batman or michael keaton i'm batman spoiler alert um i think just say that say the year up to date but then i have one comment to say that really just speaks volumes 19 to 4 bale keaton okay if you look at pat's team that speaks it speaks loudly. Pat's team, I think we can all agree, is pedestrian. Yeah. I wouldn't say bad, but it's not great. He is undefeated versus one conference and defeated versus the other conference. Completely defeated. Completely undefeated and completely defeated. Yes. And after this week, he will still be 
completely undefeated, and completely defeated. I don't know what... I know what they'll say. Three is greater than two. But you have a guy who has beaten one conference every single time they played six times, about to be seven times, and has lost every single time he played to the other conference, five times. So he's lost to four teams, six times total, about to be seven, or one, sorry. He's lost to four, He's oh my gosh, he's, again. he's beaten four teams, six times, about to be seven, and lost to five different teams. Five times. Yes. So it's not like it's, oh, well, he's good against this one player. No, 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 no. He's it's different at- players. It's nine different people that he's going against. And he's beaten all of them in one conference and lost to all of them in the other conference. What more proof do you need that Christian Bale, greater, 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 greater Michael Keaton? Hashtag three and two. Yeah, and you also have three Caspers to two. So suck on these nuts. Next segment. And I will say this as well. Our... uh. One of our Caspers was a guy who quit the league midseason and was a auto. It was a whichever one had the highest projection starts the whole rest of the year with no ad drops. Of course, that's going to be the Casper. So really, it's like one. We have like one point five Caspers. I'll take mine. It sucked. I'm over it. Not really. You had three, and they were all Joe, right? Joe's yeah. a three-time Casper, and he's in your conference. And the guy you replaced him with is probably, arguably worse. <laughs> SMH. That means shake my head for those that are unaware. No, it means shake my hand. Because, you know, respect. We're greater than you. And I'm a, I'm a gentleman. Oh, uh, we have like two-ish more segments. This is going to be a long-ass podcast. Yeah. We are at, and, we are at an hour and six minutes. And we still have our two longest segments to go. Let's do it. Y'all y'all Strap have waited in. for a long time for this. So we are making it worth it. And now, it's time for the Houghton Connection Fantasy Football League Rankings. Let me have you fathom a guess to who comes in at number 10. Wow. If I had to bet all of my life savings on a single name. If I had to bet all of my future life savings on a single name, it would be this one. One Samuel Richards. Yes, and again, just shy of a perfect 10. Dang it. Because he's tied with someone in record, which I think speaks more to how bad the other person is. So um, let, here, here we go. Let's hope that Alex wins just for the sheer fact that Sam can be alone. But then Alex is going to be in the Casper show. Yeah. Yeah, that's eh, fine. They eh. can stay tied and suck and play it out in week 14. Again, not the good week 14. Number nine, uh, we just talked about him. He is Alex Petrowski. Yeah, kind of the clear cut at this point. Tied for the last in the league and record. One of the lowest points for just utterly brutal. Just Yeah, so again, there's so the scores, um, we've gone over this, but I'll do it over it again. I rank separately. Andy ranks separately. Those are weighted. X amount. Second lowest points for, I just want to say, for Alex. Then we uh, take the ESPN end-of-season projection rankings, which are just wild. Those are weighted a lot less. 
We look at points four, which is weighted heavily, and record, which is at this point of the season, I beefed up how much record matters because it does uh, matter more now. So all of that is averaged out, and it spits out a number between one and ten. I then sort by that one through ten, and it tells us who is top and who is bottom. Sam's score is a 9.85, which is should be a perfect ten, but like I said, he is tied for ninth in record not or in yeah in record not 10th alex is an 8.9 so he's right there with him he's uh ninth in record he's ninth in points four he is ninth in both of our rankings kind of reflective of that in the espn end of season rankings projects him at eight because for some reason it projects krimko at nine i don't see that happening but here we are number eight is kyle wellman with a score of 7.15 i want to say since the episode where we talked about how great he is, he has been the exact opposite of great. It's almost like with the first few episodes when we ranked him at five, six, and he freaked the fuck out and said he's a top three team. Just maybe, maybe we knew what we were talking about. Yeah, if we think back to that time, he was three and one. It was after week four. Since then, since then. He is two and five. Two and five. And back then we said, do you really think the Patriots defense going 20 to 35 points every single week is sustainable? And he said, absolutely. They play terrible teams every week. They're the best defense ever. I'm Kyle. I'm smart. Okay. Do you really think Pat Mahomes scoring 30 plus points a week is sustainable? Well, he did it last year. So, of course. Of course it is. I'm Kyle. I'm smart. How has Pat Mahomes done... I know he was hurt for a while, but how did he do this week? He was back. Uh, fifteen points. Oh, what about the week before that? Uh, well, well this is this is this is bad. Well, I'm sure he had some good games, but he had, he had thirty points. Okay, week before that, seven. Oh yeah, so there it is. So yeah, Pat Mahomes, some good weeks, some bad weeks. Guess what? He's a human being. That happens. And my all personal favorite one. How's his top 10 receiver, Marquise Hollywood Brown, who's not having even said top five at one point? How's uh, he done since week one? Top 35. Oh, okay. Captain. Yeah. So I did some math earlier. Um, he has 70 points on the year. 26 of those, 27 of those came in one week, uh, the first week. And I think he's cracked 10 once since then. Uh, he scored 14 because he got scored 14. Yep. Other than that, below 10, um, if you take out his first week, He's wide receiver 60-something. And then if you give him his first week, he's wide receiver 35. Yeah, but Kyle didn't top, start him the first week. Top five wide receiver. Top 10 wide receiver, easily, at least. The rest of the season, greatest rookie ever, cousin of Antonio Brown. He's super good. Uh, it, it's it's Lamar's favorite target, man. Yeah. Kyle, you're an idiot. No offense, but offense. Number seven. And Kyle, I, I should rephrase that. You're not an idiot in real life. You're just an idiot in fantasy. I just wanted to say that. Respect, bud. Um, just not, not respect your fantasy team. That's all. Uh, Nick Glass, Jeep Creep, 6-9, has a score of 6.3, missed it by .6. Um, he comes in at seventh. Yeah, it's one of those things where he was always in the top, the upper echelon of teams to start the year, back when records were still somewhat even. But now at 4-7 and seven and not looking great. What's really funny is when uh, I had Andy read me his rankings so I could input them to this Excel sheet. He had uh, Glass at six and Pat at seven, and I I vetoed. I said, you can't put Pat outside of the top six because he's locked into playoffs. Uh, 
he absolutely will finish in the top six. And Andy was like, dang it, the Glass's team is just better than Pat's. And I'm like, I agree. But here we are. So, Glass is at seven. Um, Pat's at six. No, actually, Nick Kremko's at six. Wow, what? Well, record. We're, we're lower on Pat. He has a better record. He has more points for ESPN, projects him to finish higher. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so I, if you said both, if you look walked up to me, you showed me Nick's roster, you showed me Pat's roster, and said you're going to playoffs, pick one of these. I would pick Kremko's 100 times out of 100. Yeah, I would pick Pat's to play against 100 times yes. out of 100. The thing, that, like literally, the only thing you have to worry about with Pat is Mike Evans, and why I say that is Mike Evans three times has scored above 27-ish points. Yeah. He had a 37-point week, a 30-point week, and like a 28-point week. I believe he has, I don't know what it is, close to 10 touchdowns on the year. And I think if you take away those three games, I think he has like one touchdown on the year. It's something weird. It's like, I think like 80% of his touchdowns came in two or three games. Yeah, he had a three-touchdown game and a two-touchdown game. And then what's the other? And then he game? had a twelve catch, hundred and eighty yard, one touchdown game. Okay, so he has six touchdowns in one game. Uh, no, he has seven. He had another singular touchdown. No, no. Really. So I'm saying he has six touchdowns in three games. Yes. And then seven total in the year. Yes. Exactly. That's Mike Evans. So if he doesn't do that, you will beat Pat. Remember that rhyme when playoffs comes. If Mike Evans doesn't do that, you will beat Pat. Rickety rickety rhyme. Nick Kremko comes in at six. I have him ranked. I, it was the same thing. I had to pick between who. I had to pick which Michael Keaton person I think makes playoffs. I think it's Glass or sorry, Kremko. I think he beats Alex this week. Maybe um, the Marlon Mack injury hurts. Fortunately, he has D Hop, who is due for a blow up game. Michael Thomas is a stud. I think he wins. Yeah. Um, forgetting frat boys. Don't really know where that came from. Uh, he played Kyle last week. Kyle was in a fraternity. Ah, I yeah. see. I see. Does yep. he alter his team back to Mr. President this week? I believe he does. Okay. Although okay. he won with Forget Frat Boys. Maybe, Maybe he keeps going. I don't yeah. know. But yeah, it's a, it's a it's a comeback for the ages, to be honest. Yep. If you yeah. can pull it off. So then Pat ranks in at five. Um, I have him at six. You have him at six. I gagged. At, you gagged. I put him at six. ESPN projects him four. He is six. Seventh in points four and fifth in record. He comes in at five. I don't think there's much to say other than what's been said. Yep. He's, he has a score of 5.8. Kremko has a score of 5.85. And Glass has a score of 6.3. So right there. Relatively close. Number uh, number four. Uh, with a score of 4.25 is me. I think that's fair. Um, you're pretty I, much locked into playoffs. You're I, not, but you're pretty much. I pretty, I yeah. I have myself ranked above Baby Bird. It's a probably a bias thing. I like my team more than his. He has McCaffrey. That's it, in my opinion. Um, Mark Andrews is he's a good tight end, but Stefan Diggs, boom bust kind of guy. Odell, if it was Odell of any other year, I'd be frightened. But it hasn't been. And yeah, he has good matchups. But I think he's had. I saw the stat. He's had twenty-two targets in the past two weeks. And he hasn't cracked six points. I don't know how many more times you can throw him the ball. It's just it's not happening. It's not working. Um, I don't know. 
But either way, I'm at four. Baby Bird's at three. I think it's fair. He has way more points for. He's had some blow-up weeks. He has that blow-up potential that I think my team doesn't. I just think he has a lower floor than my team does. He says his team name is now I Am Inevitable. We didn't we didn't talk about this. He changed it to be the the one and only Thanos referencing. Yeah. I'm, is he inevitable no. into what? Uh, I believe he's referencing, and he can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe he's referencing the fact that he has won um, our conference two years in a row. He's two years in the league. He's now first, again, technically over you for the time being. And uh, his team this year is definitely the weakest of his teams that he's had. He has not found that free RB1 or two free RB1s. It, it just it looks weak, but he somehow keeps winning. So I think he's just saying, like, it's inevitable that I end up on the yeah. top of this conference. I gotcha. Because this team is ass, but somehow he's 8-3. and three. Christian McCaffrey does a wonderful thing. Right. Number two is, uh, by a narrow margin, uh, you at 1.95. Um, Checks out. I have you at 1. You have you at 2. ESPN projection has you at 3. Um, points 4, you are 4th. And record, you are tied for 1st. I had you at 1 because David Johnson is just Ooh. dead. Um, he, he's not playing football anymore. Um, he retired. It's kind of shocking. No one saw it coming. So yeah, David Johnson for Benson drives him down. You have Tyreek Hill and Adam Thielen on a bye. I expect them to be back by playoffs. Uh, that, that helps out your receivers. Then you're not relying on Devonte Parker. He's just an option. He's there. Right. Um, if you have to rely, your team as is right at this very moment. That's why I put it at number two. Maybe, but even then, Benson, I, his team right at this very moment, not as ideal either. Uh, he does have better receivers. I think you have better running backs, but he has the X factor of Derrick Henry yeah. come playoffs. So yeah, I would say too. I mean, he has the. I would say that like you know, usually when I say I have Lamar Jackson, I'm better than at quarterback than everybody. He has. Um, yeah. Freaking Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott's been awesome. You have the one and the two. He has the three. I have the four. And that is how you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Um, so, yeah, Benson's at one. Obviously, a score of 1.6. We just talked about Benson. That's that. Anything else to add about the rankings? No, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out, yeah. shakes out these last couple of weeks. Yep. I will run through it quick. One, Benson. Two, Andy. Three, Baby Bird. Four, me, Ryan. Five, Pat. Six, Nick Kremko. Seven, Nick Glass. Jeep Creep, six, nine. Eight, Kyle. Nine, Alex. Ten, Samuel. Norman Richards. Norman. You love to see it. Stormin' Norman Richards. All right. Um, no drop for this, but let's try to fight through the slop that is what the playoff picture looks like. Where, In- the, where the hell should we try to start? In the fact that everybody at this point can still make playoffs. Theory, I don't know that for sure, but I think so. So let's start. Let's at, just start at the top and okay. we'll go down. So Baby Bird is locked into playoffs, but we don't know quite where yet. Yeah, he can either be... He controls his own destiny for the first round by. Here's what I want you to do. Never mind. I can do it. I, I was going to say, I look at the games he's already played. You look at the games he's about to play, but that's all on one page. All on page. Um, so... He is eight and three. He is has more points for than you. You he swept you. He swept me. He swept you. Um, like I said, he controls his own destiny to get the first round by. He does. He plays me the final week this week. I don't know who he plays. Benson he plays Benson. So that's tough. He plays Benson and then me. Um, one of those two is a good team. I'm not going to say which one. Um, <laughs> not mine. Refer back to the rankings. 
Yeah. Um, I think for him, it's going to be, if he can pull off a 2-0, that'd be impressive. But I think he goes 1-1. One and one. Yeah, And then it kind of comes down to whether I can win out or here's, not. Here's the thing. Um, well, he swept you, so division record doesn't. So for this clarification for everybody that doesn't remember it, because it only comes up you know, about once This is for glass. Yeah, for glass. Um, for wild cards, it's record, obviously. Head-to-head, points four. Pretty simple. For conference play, so the, the first two seeds, first the first round by and the second the second seed, it's record again, obviously head to head. If that if you split, because um, you play twice, and then conference record, then it goes a conference record before points four. Yes. So either way, um, my three losses this year have all been in conference. Yeah. So Baby Bird right now is three and three in conference. You're four and three. Right. But he beat you twice, so it doesn't matter. Right. So I have to win out. He has to lose out or lose one. Yeah, for me to you uh, have to win one more game than he does yes. to have the first round by. Yes. Um. Let's see. Benson. Yeah, you're, we just talked about you. You're next. Um. Benson is three and three in conference. Um. What? How is your record versus Benson? I we split on the year. You split. So he, you're four and three in conference. He's three and three. Um. He plays uh, to end the season. He should have two conference games. He plays Baby Bird this week, I believe. And then would he play Kyle? I don't know. Yes. I think he plays Kyle the final he does. Week. He does play. You know, yeah, he does play Kyle. That's a win. Okay, so he beats Kyle. He has a 4-3 and three division record. He so probably beats Baby Bird this week. Comes down to Baby Bird, which if he beats Baby Bird, you basically have it, right? St- if if I went out, you need to win out. Though. I went out. If I if I go one on one, and if you go one on one, you need Baby Bird to go on two. Yes. And if you go two and zero, you need Baby Bird to go one on one. And then, but if I tie with Benson, Benson, there's still a scenario where Benson gets the first round by. Uh, is there? Because if he wins out and he goes, uh, and I lose one, meaning that we tie, uh, we tie in record. Then it goes to head to head. We split. Then it goes to conference record. What's your conference? Your what's, four and three, and, and I would you, be. I would be five and four at that point because I would lose. Oh no, because I play Alex. Yeah, you only have one more conference game, and I'm going to win it. So I'm going to be five and three. And Benson is three and three. So Benson, but you, but we Benson would be would tied. Win five. out, so you'd be tied, and then it go to points four, and, and then Benson would win. So theoretically, Benson could get it as well. I don't know that there's a realistic. I, if I win out, you lose out. Baby Bird loses out. I think that's the only way. That's the only way I get the first round by. Did you sweep Benson? No, we split. But is your is your conference record better than his? We would probably have the same conference record points for. So I would also need Benson to lose one of the two. He would have to games. lose to Kyle in the last week. Yeah, I would need to win out. He would need. Doesn't matter. No, he could lose this week. No, because then Baby Bird, Bird wins. wins. See, I'm not getting the first. <laughs> round. That's fine. Um, we already went over the only way I don't make playoffs is if if I lose out, Benson loses loses out, and Kyle wins out. I pro- unless I catch up in points for. But I don't think I would if I lost out. It's the only way I don't make playoffs. It's the only way Kyle makes playoffs. It's the only playoffs. way Kyle makes playoffs. And that's our conference. Well. That's our conference. Next conference. The worst one. Is convoluted. So we've got Pat sitting at six and five. We he's have locked in. Both Nick sitting at four and seven. I think Pat's locked in, but Pat, we should, oh, well, he's six and Pat's, Pat's locked in. And yeah, locked if he in, wins this he's, week, he's, he's locked in the first round by. Well, I think he could lose this week and be locked nope. in the first round by. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because he's six and zero in conference, which means he's beat everybody at least once. Well, isn't it? Isn't it twice? Isn't it? Uh, 
record and then matchups. He's, he has. He oh, has he's six and zero. Oh, yeah, he's six, six and zero. Oh. He's six and five. Yeah, the he next would. one is four he and seven. Be. So he could lose out. Someone else could win out. He's Pat has a first round buy lockdown. Right yeah, now. he does. He's first round buy over there. He could go six and seven and have a first round buy. That's disgusting. He won't because he's gonna win this week. But he could. Congrats, Pat. Yeah, that's um, just stupid. Like, You'll yeah. see a Christian Bale team round yeah. two. Unless Your conference it's is literally terrible. Um, next, we have the Knicks at four and seven. Nick Kremko beat Nick Glass twice. Yes. So Kremko needs to do the same thing as Glass. Yes. The rest of the way. Um, and Glass will most likely lose to you this week. Hopefully. That would cement me in. Um, so let's assume that Glass loses. If Glass loses... And Kremko would lose. So that makes a big clusterfuck. Uh, let's figure that the out. The worst, the worst. So let's dive I'm, into this. I'm assuming Sam's done, right? Yeah. Sam let's plays throw him Pat. In the trash. Sam loses. Sam's three and eight or three and nine at that point. He's Sam's going to the Casper. Yes. There's locked and loaded. Yeah. Like if that does. Real quick for Sam. The only way Sam, can you pull up who plays who? Because I don't even know if it's possible. The only way Sam makes playoffs is if he wins out. Both Knicks. I don't know his record versus both Knicks. So Sam plays Pat and then Nick Glass. Okay, what did he do with Nick Glass the first time they played? Nick Glass, the first time he lost. Sam lost to Nick Glass. Yes. So they would split. And then they, he would split with Pat. Pat which doesn't it, matter. It doesn't matter. Um, sorry, like I said, we don't have this figured out. We are figuring this out on the fly. So if... Sam's 2-4 and four in division. Glass is 3-4 and four in division. So at that point... Sam would have to win, so they'd both be three and four. They'd go to points four. Glass has it in the bag in points four. Yeah. So Kremko. Kremko? What about Kremko? No, if he tied with Kremko. Do does does Kremko and Glass still have to play? No, they've played twice. So the only way Sam makes playoffs is if he wins out, both Knicks lose out. They can't they can't win one and Sam wins two. Yeah. He's gonna be tied, and I think either Nick would go above Sam. Yes. Let me confirm that. What's Nick's uh, conference record? Nick, uh, which Nick? Three and three, so they'd both be three and four as well. Yeah, and um, Nick, uh, Nick's points uh, four are way above Sam. Yeah, and, and they, did they split or did Kremko beat Sam twice? Uh, they split because remember <laughs> Nick hilariously lost to Sam in the yes. start of the year. Yep. Okay, so they split. Did they or did Sam win twice? No. <laughs> no. Sam uh, lost in a hearty fashion to uh, Nick a couple okay. weeks ago. All right. So then, uh, yes, the only way Sam makes playoffs if he wins out, both Knicks lose out. And what's Sam versus Alex? Do they still have to play? Sam versus Alex? Uh, I don't know if they still have to play. Schedule going down. Bless you. Thank <laughs> so you. I just ripped ass, and I really hope you can hear that in the background. So Sam lost to Alex the first time, and they don't – and. He beat him last week. So they okay, split. Okay, so they split. Okay. So Sam would end up... If he won out, he would go what Sam, in conference? Alex is 2-5 and five in conference. Sam would be 3-4 and four in conference. So Sam would have... Tech, if they finished the same, Sam would have the tiebreak over Alex. Wow. Wait. Yes, because yeah. we're playing for the yeah. number two spot. So so he needs Alex to win this week and then Who lose. Who does Alex play this week? Nick. He plays Nick. So Which yeah, would he lose would need, Nick. He would need Alex to win this week and then lose to you. Yes. And then he needs, he Nick, needs both Knicks to lose out and he needs yes. to win the next two weeks. Yes. That is the way That's that the way Sam, Sam Richards avoids. 
<laughs> That's possible. Ooh, wow. That's crazy. It Sam could, could do it. it could. He could do it. <laughs> it very Christian Harvey scored 16 points in a game. Crazy Anything things could happen. have happened. All right. Uh, for Alex to make playoffs, who does he, he plays who this week? He plays Kremko. He plays Kremko this week. So Alex has to beat Kremko. And then who's Alex? He, he plays, plays you. me. So Alex beats Kremko. Alex beats you. Alex is five and eight. Who does Kremko play the final week? Kremko plays Pat. So he has to beat Pat. No, he, he would need Pat to win. Alex would. Yeah. Yeah. What happens if Alex and Kremko are tied? Yeah. What happens if? Oh my gosh, that was a bad. That was bad. That was bad right there. Referencing the asshole of myself. So flatulence. Forget. So if if. Alex wins this week. He gets the sweep over Nick. So Kremko. then they if they could tie, and he would go. And he would go. So Alex, if he wins out, if Alex wins out, he controls his destiny at this point. No, because if well, because he plays Nick. Yeah. Holy shit. So he plays. He plays. So Kremko. whichever one of them wins this week. Yes. Either way. So if if Kremko wins this week and wins the next week, he's in. Yes. Doesn't matter what anyone else doesn't does. matter. If Alex wins this week and, and the next week, he's in. Is he? Yes. He still has to be over Glass. Well, Glass would. Glass is play four and you. seven right now, so Alex could win the next two weeks and finish five and eight. Glass could win the next two weeks, so Alex also needs Glass to lose. The question yes. is, does he need Glass to lose one or two games? Um, I have no idea if anyone's gonna be able to follow this. No, I because. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, is like if Glass pulls this week off against you, he plays Sam the last week. So he'll beat Sam. So he'll beat Sam. But let's say, let's say Glass loses to me, beats Sam. Alex wins out. They end the year with the same record. Who goes between the two of them? So that head to head, head to head. What is it? Head to head. uh, Glass won two weeks ago, and early on in the year, he uh, yeah, Glass goes. Glass goes. So he needs Glass to Alex needs Glass to lose out, and he needs to win out. That's how Alex goes, right? Yep. So for Kremko to go, he has to win out. Yep. For Glass to go, he needs to win one of the next two games and have Kremko lose out. Yep. Or win out and yep. have Kremko lose one. For Alex to go, he needs to win out and have Glass lose out. Yeah. For Sam to go, he needs to win out. He needs both Knicks to lose out, I think. And Alex to go one on one. And Alex to go one on one. And Alex to win this week and lose next week. Has to be a very specific one. Specific one on one. Anything's possible if you just believe, Sam. I think. Wow. What would the 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 thing I want the most is for um, Alex to win this week, Glass to lose this week, but then Glass to win next week. So one team is going to go to the playoffs at like five and eight. Yeah, five and eight. I mean that could happen anyway. Because it'd be a three way tie almost for five and eight. It'd oh, be incredible. This is this is a lengthy podcast. I think there's more too because like if <laughs> if Alex wins. But then loses, but then Nick wins, then Nick still goes. So like Nick, Nick could, still goes. Nick could lose to Alex and still go. If I beat Alex the next week, yeah. And Nick would have to win. Yeah. Holy. But man. he plays Pat, so. Pat could. I don't, man, that's just this gnarly. There's so much going on. Uh, normally we'll have, a, we'll have a very clear picture after next this week. week. Normally, normally this week of like the clear picture is like a, a week or two ago of yeah. like where you at least know you might not know. Every team, but you know, like the top four. You know the top. Well, not even the top four, but like you can be like, okay, it's gonna be it's gonna be six of these seven teams, or it's gonna be six of these eight teams. I don't remember a year where 
all 10 still have a chance to make playoffs with only two weeks left. And then you look at them and it's like, how? It's three and eight. It's four and seven. If we, if we were like, if we didn't have the conferences and we just said the top six go, you have, I don't even know. You have most people already eliminated. Like they're fighting for one spot because Pat's locked. I'm locked. Benson's locked. It'd Five people Kyle, are locked. It'd be Kyle battling it out with the rest of the shit show it that would. is the Michael Keaton conference. It would. And it would probably end up being probably still two of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> probably still crazy. two of them. Probably two of Kyle. Sorry. But it's like Kyle. I respect you as a man, just not as a fantasy football owner. That is the playoff scenarios, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Clusterfuck. Um, so I think that's all the segments we have for tonight. I hope because it's an hour and a half. We should probably be done. Oh my god, I, my head is spinning from all the fantasy, of all the the playoff shit. Just win and you're in, baby. Hey, hey, question. Explain it to me like I'm five. Can you explain the entire playoff scenario for every team to a five year old? No. Yeah, me absolutely neither. not. Me neither. Uh, Commission deucing out. Warson, the Waz, deucing out. Um. So. See, two more weeks of regular season, right? Yep. And then three weeks of playoffs. Yep. And then uh, somebody gets a championship. That's what I remember because it happened to me in 2015. Has that ever happened to you before? We will uh, see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to the Houghton Connection Fantasy Football Podcast. Keep reaching for the Duchess. And above all else, don't be the Casper. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. First two worst. 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 Ghost versus Sam. Ghost versus Sam. Let's see it happen, people. Whoever you are, you just heard all the the whole spiel of everything that needs to happen. If you're one of those teams that can force Alex versus Sam into the Casper, make it happen. Looking at you, Krumko. I don't even know who it was. There was so much going on. Make it happen. Deuces.